Ho, 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 ho. Little train, my little elf. Another great Christmas. Oh man, it's boring. It's boring. Same thing every year. So let's have a funky Christmas. This is the After Dinner Scholar, Wyoming Catholic College's weekly podcast on the great books in the liberal arts. And I'm your host, Dr. Jim Tonkowicz. Those lyrics are from the song Funky, Funky Christmas by the new kids on the block. And it shows up on or near the top of every worst Christmas song list I found on a brief internet search. The music coming over the air, for those who still listen to the radio, and in various Christmas mixes from Pandora, Apple Music, Spotify, and so on, tends to be a wild and woolly mix, including everything from Oh Holy Night to Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. It's a mishmash of worship, good theology, horrible theology, family, home, greed, and of course, romance. Do you love it or do you hate it? Well, I mark myself a little unsure, so I decided to ask Wyoming Catholic College's choir director and composer-in-residence, Paul Jernberg, about his thoughts. When I think about the music we hear beginning in November, let's just call it that, I make a distinction between Christmas music and holiday music. Yes. Christmas music includes O Come All Ye Faithful, Silent Night, the nativity part of Handel, and then uh, there's holiday music that can be anything from Santa Baby to Rudolph to White Christmas. Is, is that a reasonable way to think about the music we hear this time of year? I think so. I think so, yes. Uh, in fact, I would add a further distinction, a third distinction. So there, there's certainly, I, I, I like your, your division between holiday music and Christmas music or uh, Advent music because, right, the, the former is can go in all sorts of different directions. It's secular. It's it. It's gone through the secular filter, so to speak, generally. So that it, it might include some some Christian carols as well, but it's it's sort of a what will we say? It, we often hear it on speakers wherever we go. It it, it tends to be superficial, you might mm -hmm. say, in sort of hopefully fostering a sense of holiday cheer and but without maybe a lot of depth to it. I would say generally we don't think of depth in holiday music. Whereas music for Advent and Christmas is really, there, there is real depth to it. If we stop and think or listen carefully, it's really, there's really a message uh, behind it that is uh, an important one. That's not just about our emotions, not just about holiday cheer, but reminding us of a reality that we're celebrating and about to celebrate at Christmas. So I think that's that's a good division. Now, I'd add a third. So the third division I would call sacred music uh, in terms of sacred liturgical music, which would be appropriate for the liturgy. A lot of times nowadays we think of, of any Christmas carols as being liturgical, but in fact, there is a distinction there too, so that what we might, what might be fully appropriate and beautiful and wonderful to sing at home around the piano or even in church and in different gatherings and celebrating Christmas is not quite the same as as the liturgical music that is that is really designed to help us enter deeply into this communion with Christ at his birth and that is uh, you might say has a more contemplative nature to it and what would what would some examples of that well the the church has a, has a very rich 
heritage of liturgical music uh, throughout the year and at this season particularly. So we think of the, the tradition of Gregorian chant that is throughout the Middle Ages was uh, flourishing and is still with us. We also think of the tradition of, of sacred polyphony by great composers like Palestrina, Josquin de Pre, Vittoria, et cetera, et cetera, that by its nature has this, this uh, contemplative dimension to it that is particular to the liturgy. And, and from those traditions, we also see today new music coming up that is, you might say, rooted in that tradition that is uh, more than being simply celebratory. It's also profoundly contemplative and drawing us into the mystery of the liturgy. Have you written some of that music? Well, I've, for Christmas, it's very interesting. I've written music a lots of, I've composed lots of music for throughout the liturgical year, less so for Christmas, <laughs> possibly because at Christmas time, this is a time where there's often such an established repertoire of songs that pe- that in the parishes where I've served or the pla- different places where I've been music director. There's such a strong tradition of music that's already been established, so there's not such a great need for new com- compositions there. Well, I mean, even the great music, I mean, you know, Bach wrote St. John's Passion, right. St. Matthew's Passion, and I don't know that he wrote any nativity music. Are there, is there, are there any great nativity well, a, oratorios? Well, there's Christmas oratorio. Of course, then we get into this whole distinction. So so Bach, a lot of the time, was, was actually composing for Lutheran... Uh, liturgies and also for outside of the liturgy in a, in a magnificent way, of course. And we also have other uh, uh, Baroque composers such as Handel, who are also uh, composing beautiful music that are, uh, that much of which is centered around the nativity, uh, but which not doesn't necessarily fit in the mass, you might say. Uh-huh. Even though it's, it's glorious, and gives glory to God in its own in its proper context, but it doesn't necessarily uh, fit into the mass. What makes for a great Christmas hymn or Christmas song? Wow. Well, it, there's something of a mystery in that because, of course, you have the elements of melody and harmony and, and rhythm that are that need to be created in an inspired way that that is graceful. That had that with good phrasing and uh, with an aspect of beauty that we recognize, but which is hard to say exactly what it is that does it. And you know, we could think of of just the wonderful carols that we know, or the, the Christmas uh, music. Thinking of just the most typical things: "Silent Night," "Joy to the World," "Hark the Herald Angels Sing." There's something about them that I mean, we could say they're. The melodies are gracefully composed. Uh, the the rhythms are appropriate. The uh, the harmonies are, are are done well. But even when we say that, there's there's something beyond that that is it's hard to. It's really hard to articulate. The greatest gifts in life are like that. Mm-hmm. It's hard hard to say what it is. But there's definitely something. I think for a composer, it's it's really important to realize that, to be aware of the fact that there's a certain mystery and to be open to a certain inspiration, but then also to be able to discern whether or not the music one composes has that aspect of, uh, of beauty that we see in these, these, that we hear in these great carols. Well, then you add the words in. 
I mean, they, the thing about those carols is that yep. they've all got th- great theological depth. Right. But so they're also so beautifully expressed. That's right. So so I'm assuming that, that, that the text is really well done. I know when I talk about the music. And that's a certainly essential. And as a composer, I find that the, the text is really what inspires me to, to go on to do some something beautiful music musically to uh, to be wedded to that text, so to speak. What are some of your favorite Christmas they could be carols or songs or liturgical music. Sure. Well, I think that as far as carols and Christmas songs, I, you know, many of my favorites are probably the the same favorite favorites that are shared by so many people. You know, joy to the world, hark the herald angels sing, angels we have heard on high, etc. You know, we could list maybe twenty of them, uh, but I think the the one dimension that others may not have been exposed to is for me uh, the great uh, repertoire of Swedish hymns. Mm. Because having lived in Sweden for about 10 years um, and, and my father's family being originally from Sweden, I developed a great love for, the, for these hymns. And it, it's hard to describe how, how beautiful a Christmas song can be until you, uh, of, and, and one needs to experience it. And in Sweden, it's very interesting because today Sweden is a, is, a, is a very, very secularized culture. And yet there's still this tradition of beautiful Christmas music that seems to draw people in spite of themselves into the mystery of Christmas. I could name a whole bunch of Christmas, uh, Swedish Christmas songs that no one would recognize probably other than our Swedish listeners, whomever they may be. But um, there, there are many, many beautiful Swedish uh, Christmas songs and many beautiful Swedish Advent songs that are are much beloved by the Swedish people in which they look forward to each year. Uh, one of the, one of the special celebrations we have in Sweden is uh, that of Saint Lucy on December thirteenth, and so most people will have heard of the melody of Saint Sancta Lucia. We we say in Swedish we say Sancta Lucia, uh, even though in, in Italian it's Lucia, but uh, there's a whole cult, a whole repertoire that's developed around that feast day that is just delightful. Then also in Sweden, we have a wonderful repertoire of songs that are somehow maybe tangents from the, the, the theme of Christmas and St. Lucy and the other saints, but are also a delightful part of it, just part of a, this sense of merriment and, and delight in, in uh, the, the gifts of God and at this time of year and the whole um, the joy that that uh, Christmas brings and the message of Christmas brings is is beautifully expressed in a whole wealth of, of Swedish songs. Awake mankind, preached St. Augustine, for your sake God has become man. Awake you who sleep, rise up from the dead and Christ will enlighten you. I tell you again, for your sake, God became a man. Then let us joyfully celebrate the coming of our salvation and redemption, he continued. Let us celebrate the festive day on which he who is the great and eternal day came from the great and endless day of eternity into our short day of time. Close quote. And anything worth celebrating demands that we celebrate with song. Hark! The herald angels sing glory to the newborn king. Well, if that's true, 
who can help but join them? If you're interested in some of the Swedish music Mr. Jernberg referred to, we've posted the links to some YouTube clips that he suggested. Wishing you and yours a very, very Merry Christmas. For Wyoming Catholic College, this is Dr. Jim Tonkowicz.